Hello and welcome to another edition of Ready, Set, Retire, an audio guide packed with information, insight, and experiences for people who are planning for, about to, or already have retired. I'm John McComb, recently retired after a 50-year broadcast career, the past 36 years at CKNW Radio in Vancouver. I'm sitting down with my co-host, Lori Pinkowski every other Friday to help answer the many questions that come up as you prepare to relax and devote some time to you and your new life. Lori is the founder of Pinkowski Wealth Management and is a Senior Vice President and Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Lori Pinkowski, always a pleasure to talk to you on Ready, Set, Retire. Nice to see you. Although we are miles apart, how are you? I'm doing well, John. How are you? I've missed your beautiful face. (laughs) You're the only person to ever say that to me. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing very well, and we've got a great program today because we're inviting a guest on in order to, I think, really help retirees keep busy during the next few months. You know, the COVID, yes, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but uh, we're still some months away, I think, in, in many cases, before the vaccines are all given out and everybody is protected. So we still have a ways to go. So we're going to have a guest. We have a guest uh, on this program to talk more about uh, what seniors uh, and retirees can do to keep busy during this time. It's very topical as we're kind of in the last stretch, I would say, of the COVID pandemic. And it's going to be still months, even though the vaccine is upon us. But we're going to be looking at how quickly the vaccine can be distributed, which is a little slower than we had anticipated. So what we're looking at is how can people fill their time? And I do feel it's an important topic. I think there's a, a big toll taken on the mental health of seniors. And it's imperative that you keep busy and have a regular schedule during these times. Because I work so closely with retirees and people who are 60 to 95, I also see the signs and symptoms of dementia as people age. And I think there's so much evidence that keeping connected is key in preventing this terrible disease. And our guest today is an expert in this field, as well as keeping connected and making sure that everyone's keeping busy during these restrictions and lockdowns as well. And, you know, I speak to so many clients on a regular basis and giving them an update on markets, but I also learn what they're doing day to day. And I had some clients on the North Shore point in the direction of the West Vancouver Seniors Activity Center. So therefore, we contacted them and uh, we've got Helen with us today. And so we're very excited about that. She's going to give us some insight onto what's happening and how to keep busy during these times. Helen Murphy is currently the Outreach Program Coordinator for the District of West Vancouver's Seniors Activity Centre, specializing in cognitive health, community outreach and engagement, and social connectivity. Helen is currently a master's candidate of dementia at the University of Hull in the UK. Additional areas of expertise include art therapy and disability management. Helen uses art, music, and conversation as a medium to connect with retirees. Helen, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for the invitation. I'm delighted to be here with you. I'm a proud staffer at the District of West Vancouver, working as a program coordinator. That's great, Helen. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and and what you do at the center? What do you do do in day-to-day over there anyway? Sure. Well, first and foremost, I moved from Dublin, Ireland 10 years ago to this beautiful place called Vancouver that I've now made my home. I live on the North Shore. feel very lucky. 
on a day-to-day basis here, although it's ever-changing, a quick understanding of what I do is I oversee being connected programs and outreach programs at the Seniors Activity Centre. I motivate and support staff and volunteers who I want to say are the lifeblood of our centre. We have over 700 volunteers and thousands of hours are given freely by them every year. I conduct intake and assessments for new members, maybe those suffering with some cognitive decline. I act as a community navigator to direct and support those who need it. And I liaise with support services, for example, in this area, Vancouver Coastal Health, Hollyburn Family Services, North Shore Community Resources. I also provide family support and a twice-weekly caregiver support group. We used to meet once a month, but during COVID, we now meet twice a week on Microsoft Teams. And I help families to navigate through the next steps in life and finding the next step for people on their journeys. I've also been in partnership with the Alzheimer's Society of BC and have trained over 400 staff across the North Shore in creating a dementia-friendly community. Wow, what an impressive list you have, Helen, there, and and such important work. Seniors are just vital to our community and to ensure that they're taken care of in the way that uh, you're doing, what you're doing, I think is uh, is amazing. So I want to thank you for your work as well. Thank you very much. And I think it's important to know that the seniors enrich my life as hopefully I do theirs. You have some really interesting programs on your website. Which uh, ones are the most popular and why? Kind of give us an overview of what goes on. Absolutely. So the most popular at this time during the pandemic are our rehab programs. We have the GLAD Canada program, and that's for knee and hip osteoarthritis. We have a healthy heart program. We have a Parkinson's and a post-stroke program. Another very popular one is Cancer Thrivers, which I have been lucky enough to be part of and done some fun activities with a wonderful bunch of people living their best life with cancer. That's fantastic. Tell me a little bit more about how these programs work. If someone has, like me, has a bad back or has creaky knees, what kinds of things do you do? What goes on? Okay, so before before putting you to sleep for good because we can't help you, of course, we can always help you here at the Senior Center. You would come and meet one of our very well-qualified kinesiologists here. They would go through your day-to-day life, what sort of an exercise regime. They would discuss diet, uh, good foods, maybe supplements that you are taking, and they would set out an individual plan to help you, John, on the road to recovery and do away with the aches and creaks that you may be suffering. Wow. Yep. I might make an appointment. You better come on over. <laughs> Dave Thompson leads our rehab programs. He's a wonderful person to speak to, and I'm sure he could definitely help you out. And so I was wondering during the pandemic and so on, you know, with all the different programs that I saw in here, even like current conversations, groups, social clubs and there was walking groups you know what programs are still offered at this time that you can do from home and are there still some things that you could go out and do even if it's socially distanced okay so for those that can take place outside at the moment we have outdoor sports still happening we have a vibrant cycling club for all different levels we have hiking and snowshoeing happening three times a week 
the bus will pick up participants here from the center outside we will do our COVID checks we take two buses at the moment because we need to separate people so that they sit safely so they are the outdoor sports that are happening and then indoors happening on microsoft teams we have hot topics which is a current affair we have the wonderful heritage choir who are meeting again online we have a theologians cafe and this month's topic is religion science and robots and next month native spirituality Another very, very vibrant club is our photo club, and people get to go out and walk in nature and share their photographs on Microsoft Teams as well. So there's a lot happening. That's amazing. Yeah, and other indoor ones that are happening, we have billiards, which is on at the moment. We have badminton. We have table tennis, cycling, and again, hiking for all different levels. And one of the programs in hiking that myself and a colleague, Caroline, set up is called Explorers. So for those who are not doing the more difficult trails now, Explorers is the abundant, beautiful trails we have on the North Shore, which are all flat trails. And it's three hours out in nature, which just is good for your soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's a lot of things that are going on. That's really interesting. And I think sharing these sorts of activities with listeners gets people excited, you know, to get outdoors. And even because even when it's raining on the North Shore and I live close to a trail, you can go in the trails and it doesn't rain on you because, in fact, we're basically living in a rainforest here. Right. So you've got you've got uh, you've got a roof over your head and it's those gigantic trees and it's just wonderful. So, you know, a lot of those activities sound like a lot of fun. And what, what is the average age you would say on the or the range of seniors that are attending so seniors activity center membership is available to people like me of 55 plus we have members all the way up to 103 years of age at this moment in time wow yeah that's fantastic we have a lovely lady she's going to know who she is who attends one of my ladies social clubs when it's on and she's 103 years young and she's an absolute dynamo that's fantastic yeah, yeah. I do mention often on air about my Oma. My Oma just celebrated her 100th birthday uh, last year, and she's thriving and uh, excited about life. And, you know, it's a, it's amazing to see. And she got her first vaccine shot already. Oh, so uh, it is happening out there. And, uh, you know, the sooner the better. Can't wait to hug her again, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And belated happy birthday, Oma. I hope you had a wonderful day. <laughs> Thanks. I'll let her know. Yeah. Have you noticed a surge in attendees since COVID kicked in? I did look at this question um, and I wondered how to answer. Um, People are frightened to come out and I understand that. We were all very excited when we heard about the vaccine and I know we have had flu shots here at the centre and we've offered our centre again and hopefully in the near future we will be offering the vaccine. So not a surge in some areas, but for sure in the outdoor activities, there has been a surge of interest. Snowshoeing is going three days a week. And I'd say the average age of people snowshoeing is 80 plus. So wow. it's wonderful to see that. That's, that's amazing. Yes. And so people don't necessarily want to come indoors, but they will stay outdoors. They'll go hiking that way. There's, there is some distancing that, that can be maintained and all that. Yeah. And so when I say I work in outreach and the whole meaning around the word outreach is meeting people where they're at. So that's what we strive to do here 
meet people where they're at, still bring them together outdoors where it's safer. So we're, we're ever changing at this time. But, you know, that's good for all of us to be able to change and adapt because change is difficult as we age. But I'm a proud team member, as I've said before, and we really have adapted and changed to meet people where they're at. And I just have a question on that as well. So in terms of online chat conversations, things like that, are you finding that seniors are able to, you know, get into an app or get onto Microsoft team or, you know, are there adult children helping them? I know I'd be more than happy to help some of my clients that have been uh, in lockdown at their homes to figure out how to use Microsoft Teams so they could, you know, have these conversations with people. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. So in speaking about that, uh, we had Jill Lawler, our community service managers at the very beginning of the pandemic. We put out a call for people to donate working tablets, iPhones, computers, laptops, everything. And one of the staff here set them back to factory setting and put up the apps online so that when we deliver them, they just had to click and go. So we've connected a lot of seniors that maybe never used technology before. Wow, that's great. Yeah. And people are becoming so much better at technology, what I've seen. I mean, I'm doing a lot of Zoom calls or FaceTime uh-huh. calls for market updates and portfolio yes. reviews with <laughs> clients who are, you know, in their, you know, in their 80s even. And so yeah. it's uh, it's amazing to see that people are adapting. And, uh, and I'm really happy to see that because I think yeah. keeping those conversations alive are so important because there's only so much time you can spend talking to your own family. And it's important to have connections with others outside of uh, immediate family as well. And I think what you're doing is just so fantastic. Thank you. And again, connecting people with technology in their 70s, 80s, whatever. So important for brain health as well, because you know what? We're firing up that brain that we thought, oh, I can't do this. You know what? You can. It's amazing what you can do when you put your mind to it. Well, that's a a nice segue into our next question and ask you to elaborate on the importance of, of mental and physical health. I think mental health has become Uh, almost a bigger issue for seniors in this COVID period. So talk about that a bit. Sure. So I suppose successful aging to me focuses on three areas, which is managing your health, your personal development and staying involved. So the definition of successful aging really focuses on inputs rather than outputs. So in other words, successful aging is about the choices you are making to stay healthy contribute to the world around you, and to develop your own skills and abilities, which you can do at any age. And that led me on to a short paper I wrote. And while people are listening to this podcast, maybe you're in your 50s, maybe you're 80, but ask yourself, do you make assumptions based on people's age? And ask yourself why? Because we should be seeing the person and not the number or the age that they are. And we need to challenge negative stereotypes around aging. And as people age, they become a burden. And we should be proud and embrace getting older. And another small paper I read was when we have this stereotype, as we age, people say, They live down to the lowered expectations. And that's a conversation that really needs to happen. We have to stop this. I grew up with my grandmother in the house 
and she was my rock star in my world. And I've always had an affinity with seniors because there was nothing my grandmother couldn't do. She delivered her last baby as a midwife at the age of 75. Wow. So I I embrace aging. Yes. I, I do as well. And I think that has to do with I was raised a lot by my Oma as well. And, you know, looking up to her and, uh, and my father, but uh, escaping East Germany and, you know, the sacrifices she she made in order to, you know, have a better life for her son and so on. So, so yeah, no, that's fantastic. I mean, the aging is just incredible. And we even did a three hour long legacy interview of my Oma's life just recently when she was turning 100 and, you know, really finding out the details of how she became who she is. She is the the most inspiring woman and calm as a cucumber i've never seen her angry in her life and you know it's it's amazing to really find out and understand people's lives as they age and uh, and i find it so interesting just like you and i think that's why i got into what i do i always say that i always want to protect the omas and opas out there and uh, and that's what i dedicated my life to in in the financial world just like what you've done uh, in your world yeah mm-hmm. absolutely you know and i see my own mother and i can't give her age cuz if she listens to the podcast i may never make it back to ireland (laughs) but my mother does a minimum of five thousand steps a day she works three days a week she's a bridge champion she's embraced the online bridge games even though she misses human connection but i applaud you know the seniors who have really pushed themselves but they're able to And that's what we need to realize and stop making them live down and lower their expectations um, as they age. Well, when I retired from the radio business, I was retired for about a month or so, six weeks. And um, I I don't know what I expected I was going to do. Uh, Evidently, I, I thought I was going to do nothing, which would have driven me absolutely crazy. So with COVID kicking in, I came down to my basement and and built a little studio and, and started doing work down here just if, if for no other reason, just to keep busy, just to keep occupied. And the things that I've learned about sound and studios in the last year is incredible to me. So I just keep plugging along. So I suppose, again, around successful aging, you know, is is that personal development and staying involved because a lot of times people arrive at my door and it's always open. So never hesitate, never hesitate to call me or show up. But a lot of times people arrive here, they have, they've been suffering from isolation, low mood, low self-esteem, which can lead to depression, which can lead to taking medication that they may never have needed. Um, And their whole life satisfaction is affected. So I always say to people, you know, they say they feel stupid. And I said, being vulnerable is such a strength in these days. Being vulnerable as a human at any age, you know, is so important because when you can be vulnerable, we can offer you help. We can lift you up. It's not a handout. It's a hand up. It's giving you the tools to be able to live purposefully, meaningfully, and to wake up every day and say, I'm here. I've made another day. And what will I do with my day? And every senior who comes to me is so valued and so loved. And they need to realize that. And and again, so important. And this comes across my mind as well, just as, you know, I'm dealing with seniors, you're dealing with seniors, to talk a little bit about dementia and how it affects Canadians. You know, I often see a lot of the first symptoms, even sometimes before the spouse or the adult children. 
uh, just because I've seen it so many times before. There's so many moving parts with different forms of dementia, but, you know, what are the first symptoms and what do you recommend family members do, I guess? And are there any tests and and so on? Maybe uh, enlighten us a little bit with your knowledge. So to start off, firstly, is to say that dementia is not a normal part of aging. We can all diagnose ourselves with memory loss when we're stressed and we can't find keys and where are my glasses? Oh, mom, they're on your head. So don't go down that lane before you have to. But signs of dementia and memory loss, it is normal to forget some things, but to forget things and forget what they're for would be one of the signs. So what is the pen for? I want the pen, but I don't know what the pen is for. Other things is preparing like activities of daily living where you come into your partner, your grandmother, and she goes to make you a cup of tea, but can't follow those steps, loses track of, you know, boil the kettle, put the tea bag in the cup is another one. Difficulty finding words or feeling confused when they're trying to put sentences together and not being able to follow the flow of conversation and that you constantly have to reiterate what you've said. Difficulty with abstract thinking. So a person with dementia may have trouble knowing what numbers mean or what to do with them. So you might see somebody, Laurie, for you when it comes to banking and figures and investments and that total like deer in headlights, oh dear God, like what do all these numbers mean? And not being able to understand it. A lot of activities require good judgment. So for example, we had a lady here on the North Shore who went out on a winter's day in her nightdress with her dressing gown on. So not being in the right place at the right time, confused with months, time of the year, seasons, etc. Difficulty judging distance and direction. Unfortunately, we see people get in their cars they become confused, they can't find their way home, they don't know why they got in the car in the first place. And then around personality, people may become snappy because they can't understand what's going on. So you might see your loving Oma, who is always in good form and happy to see you, suddenly become a little bit cranky and you kind of say, wow, that's really out of sorts. So you might see that change from the frontal temporal lobe where they're not able to modify maybe their behavior. So that's mood personality would happen. And then probably the saddest one is that loss of initiative, empathy, you know, not wanting to get off, not wanting to take part in life. And these are the people that I, I implore you to come to the Senior Activity Center and let, I can't walk their journey. But if they allow me, I would like to walk alongside them and help them on the journey. So they are some of the symptoms. But again, as I said, there's people listening and they're going, oh, my God, that's me. I couldn't remember. There are lots of other reasons and similar symptoms. For example, if someone has a stroke, has suffered with depression, excessive and long alcohol abuse, these are other things, nutritional deficiencies. Because I must talk about we have the Feed the Need campaign here and we are giving out 700 free meals to low-income seniors a week. And we actually have had more than one person call to say that their health has improved because they have received nutritional meals. So there are lots of other symptoms before we diagnose ourselves on Dr. Google with a form of dementia. So be careful. 
Of course. And some examples that, that I've seen early onset was definitely personality changes, people getting suspicious of mail and so on. Or I had a client once asked me if I brought my winter jacket, but it was summer, you know, so that to me was a, a real sign. And uh, so I'm always looking out for that. And again, not to diagnose, but just to guide families into possibly opening up that dialogue because as we know it doesn't usually get any easier and families just need to be prepared for possibly what's ahead and getting them involved in activities that could slow down the speed at which it's progressing and I think that's also very very important so that's great insight Helen I appreciate that thank you. So what does it cost to join the Seniors Activity Center and where can people go to find out more information, et cetera, et cetera? Okay, so it is an absolutely fantastic uh, annual fee of $38 to join, to have your annual membership. The cost of the programs vary, but they are not very expensive, I want to say. And also it's important to know that financial assistance is available because we do not want finances to create a barrier to participation. All of this information is kept private. You can come and chat with me. We have Karen Marzocco, our access coordinator. So we will never say no. There is no reason that you can't take part in an activity, and no one will be aware of your financial situation. So the district of West Vancouver.ca, district of West Vancouver.ca will have it all. But we also have a front desk clerk here today. Uh, they work, actually, they work seven days a week from eight in the morning till four in the afternoon. We encourage people to try and go online, but we understand that people need to come in person. And that's also easy enough. I can also be reached 604-925-7211. If anyone wants to talk or know a little bit more about the Keeping Connected programs for those living with dementia. And how many members do you think you have at this time? I know that we have over 4,000 members. And the reason being that when COVID shut us down in the beginning, we set up a spreadsheet. And between us as a team, we called every single member and we still continue to call those who are unable to leave their homes. And we do a wellness check. We have a chat. It might be five minutes. It might be an hour. And we still continue to call our members. That's great. You know, keeping them busy. And, and like we, we yep. all said, I mean, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Still going to be a few more months uh, until we get through uh -huh. this. But there's lots of other reasons to stay connected, such as losing a loved one. Uh, such as dementia, or again, just making friends and having fun. You're retired, right? Yeah. So this making is, uh, I, yeah. yes, I, I'm promoting this all the time. It's retirement. Yeah. It's a time to have yeah. fun. But then, you know, with COVID, it hasn't been nearly as fun as it used to be. But the main message is, is you know, you're going to get back to that at some point in the near future. So many of these activities seem like a lot of excitement for seniors on the North Shore and uh, just being outside and being with other people that enjoy the same interests as you, I think is also uh, just fantastic. And so again, retirement and staying active is, is so important to living a long and fulfilling life. I always say retirement should be the best of your life for the rest of your life. And again, those that are helping seniors and making sure that they stay connected, calling them and every once in a while during the pandemic, it's vital to mental health at this time and uh, again we're looking forward to a brighter a brighter 2021 for sure it's coming it is for sure and if I can just applaud the caregiver ladies because they all know I'm on this and they've called to wish me good luck 
we met on the phone the other day and we were thinking outside the box because as I said in my yearly review this year, I said, there is no box. And that was one of the sentences I put. So we have come up with making our own little tabletop looms and we're going to call it Weaving Memories. So that is a new program. You don't have to know how to weave because I didn't until last week. And we are also going to launch the Forget Me Not Choir where those living with dementia and their partners, we will sing along together and have fun. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun, Helen. Thanks for, <laughs> for joining us as well. And, and I think you're going to do the quote instead of me today. So that's great news. Okay, I sure do. And and being a true Irish woman w- living in beautiful Canada, an old Irish proverb that I use and live by is, it is in the shelter of each other that the people live. That's so nice. So nice. I have to say also that Dublin is a, is a fantastic city. Uh, and it, it's obvious to me today that wonderful people come from there. Thank you very much. And I've really enjoyed the time. And again, I implore people, reach out, 604-925-7211. I'm so happy to meet, make new friends, and help you on your journey. Thanks so much. Helen Murphy is uh, currently the Outreach Program Coordinator for the District of West Vancouver Seniors Activity Center and has joined us here on Ready, Set, Retire. A lot of great information. Yeah, I know. A lot of fantastic information. I mean, it's it's just so important for people to know that these activities exist. And I'm happy that with Ready, Set, Retire, we're able to not do everything regarding financial markets and and finance related or investment related. There's so much more to retirement. We're going to be looking at interviewing garden experts, possibly car experts, wills and estate lawyers. Again, financial markets are always moving. It's always new and exciting. I report on that on CKNW. But for our purpose here, John, for Ready, Set, Retire, there's so many different avenues that are of so much interest to retirees. And uh, that's what we're going to focus on uh, going forward. And we will do it again in two weeks' time. And I look forward to it already. Great talking with you. You as well, John. Thanks so much. Thanks, Lori. If you want more information or have any questions, please don't hesitate to call Lori and her team at Pinkowski Wealth Management. 604-695-LORI. 604-695-5674. For Lori Pinkowski, I'm John McComb. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Ready, Set, Retire.